Greetings, humans. This is Danger, just giving you a quick introduction before this episode. Um, I haven't done this in a while, so I wanted to throw this back. I wanted to thank everyone for our ratings and reviews on iTunes uh, and for our Stitcher listeners out there and for people who are just listening on the website and giving us feedback on Facebook. Um, ratings, reviews, feedback, that sort of thing. It all helps other people get clued into the professional human's message. The more that you share and review and talk about us, <laughs> the more humans we'll be able to reach. So thanks again for your support. In this episode, we interviewed Brendan Schrader, who is the CEO of Antenna. We recorded this episode after we'd made the decision to change the show format. This isn't the last time you'll hear an interview, of course, but this is the last one that we've got planned currently. The next episode you'll hear will be our new show format, so I'm excited to see like what your feedback is about that. Brendan was someone we just had to talk to after we read an article he'd written. It just fit perfectly with the series we had on finding your dream job. It was an angle we hadn't even thought to cover, so it, it was a natural fit and we just had to interview him. We had a great discussion, and I can't wait for you to hear it. Now, for the moment you have all been waiting for, three, two, one, let's go to the interview. Hi, Josh. We're going. Hi, Ellie. Hi, Brendan. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Good. Thanks for coming in and talking to us today. Absolutely. Quick setup. Uh, We're here with Brendan Schrader. Did I say it right? You did. Awesome. Yep. Uh, We came across you on the internet. Mm-hmm. Uh, we read your article in Inc.com. It's called, If You're Unhappy With Your Work, Change It. Yep. We read it and, and it, uh, you referenced a thing that we refer to a lot in, in our podcast, which is the great percent of people who are unengaged yes. at work. Uh, we refer to those numbers in our podcast too, because it's really interesting to us how so many people, I think it's 80%, are unengaged. And then there's another slice of people that are actively unengaged. Right. And then another percent of right. people who are actually hostile or disruptive. <laughs> right. Right? Right. Right. Um, uh, so we, we think that's interesting and um, something that we hope we can help change. And that's, um, you know, one of the missions of our podcast yep. is to help people figure out the right place to be and, and think through some things that they maybe hadn't thought of. Um, so we wanted to have a chat with you about that. Um, but let's, can you um, talk a l- just a little bit about the company that you started, Antenna? Um, it's, what we've read, it looks like a collective of consultants and, and mm-hmm. marketing professionals who are doing essentially independent contractors, but pulled together under this Yeah, umbrella. that's that's the right idea. I mean... The design of our business model antenna is to really provide marketing organizations with the right talent at the right time. And and the type of people that engage with our model are generally folks that uh, want our marketers, because that's all we do. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it's individuals that have chosen a career path uh, around contract work, independent work. Mm -hmm. Um, But they don't necessarily maybe always want to do it on their own. Mm -hmm. Um, They want a partner to help them do it. And that could mean finding the the opportunities to work on with clients. Mm -hmm. Um, That could mean partnering with a company so that they can access benefits or some kind of other you know, structure, uh, to mm-hmm. help them do the work that they like to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, that's, that's essentially what the design of the business model is, is to help them do that work in that, in that fashion. And, um, 
the idea behind the model really came from my experience as a corporate marketer. Mm-hmm. You know, I had a lot of partners that I would use for mm-hmm. um, advertising or digital work or you name it. And um, there was many times where I needed a laser-focused person to help on a small project. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't always need a big, expensive partner or firm to help me do that. But I found myself challenged to find the right type of person to do that. Mm-hmm. And that that type of experience led me to think about, you know, why is there not anyone out there uh, one with the credibility and experience from a marketing perspective, kind of vetting and bringing that talent forward to me mm-hmm. um, in an on-demand fashion. Mm-hmm. And that's what Antenna does. So we're, we position ourselves as a marketing consulting firm, but to your point, um, the, the folks in our community of marketers, as we call it, are, um, are independent consultants. Mm-hmm. And we engage them by client opportunity as it comes available in really three formats. One is what we call project-based consulting, which is exactly what it sounds like, you know, laser-focused scoped projects that we work on with clients. And does the independent contractor write the scope or do you write it? Uh, it's it's usually kind of both of us together. I mm-hmm. mean, we come with the, the client requirements and we partner with the consultant to write that. Um, the second type of opportunity is called interim leadership, and that's designed for scenarios where a client might need a interim VP of marketing mm-hmm. director level, someone who can lead an organization through some type of change or issue, mm-hmm. step back out. And then the third is more of a staff augmentation model where our consultants uh, sit on site in the client location for a defined period of time. So the whole goal of the model is to provide the right marketing resource at the right time for the right project. We're not an advertising agency, so we're not trying mm-hmm. to provide those types of services. Mm-hmm. We're not trying to be a big, expensive consulting firm model. There's there's a need for those, and they're out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, our focus is on marketing, all areas of the marketing kind of mix. So from growth strategy, innovation, product marketing, brand, all things digital, social, mm-hmm. market research, customer insights, you name it. If it's marketing-focused, we have folks in our community that we can activate to do that type of work based on what they want to do. Got it. So <clears throat> on the spectrum of staff og to, um, you know, uh, the a project. F- yeah. A full yeah. project where you're, you're saying this is the team you need. Is mm-hmm. it, is it more where the, the client is saying, these are the capabilities I need and who do you have? Or do you have to kind of go back and forth with the client to help them figure out what capabilities they need? Every situation is different, but it could include one of those two things where they know exactly what they need, but they want our help to mobilize that resource. I need an insights analyst and I cannot find one. That's right. Exactly. (laughs) Sometimes they have a large issue or a macro problem and they're trying to figure out what's the best way to solve that problem. Sure. Um, And it could include, you know, a variety of partners. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times they call us to kind of to activate that with at a really tight level with them. Yeah. And sometimes within their construct or within their company, right? Um, because, again, our, our consultants are usually somehow embedded in the organization to some degree to help them get this type of work done. I'm going to ask a question uh, that you don't have to go. Yeah. I'm going to ask you a question that you don't have to answer. Sure. But I would love it if you did. Yes. When things don't go as planned. Yeah. I'm not going to say when shit hits the fan. But. But kind of. Yeah. Does the client go to the independent consultant and is it their thing or do they call you? They call us. Yeah. So, the, you know, what we're trying to do in Antenna is 
is be that that partner, right? Yeah. To both sides of the equation, right? Yeah. But we're really designed to look out for the consultant, make sure that the project's going well. At the same time, on the client side, to make sure the deliverables are met or the assignment's going well, right? So Because that's your reputation. That's what our goal is, right? And that's what we're there for, to, yeah. to do that. So we have client, what we call, we have a client development team, and mm-hmm. that team is really designed to be that interface and to work on those types of scenarios where if something doesn't go right, we're finding out what's going wrong and how we can get it back on track or are we changing out resources um, and providing that kind of service level to clients. Mm-hmm. Cool. Thanks for yep. answering. Mm-hmm. Okay. So <clears throat> do you want to go into a little bit of the background? Because you really built this company based on a kind of a singular moment that you had yeah. in your life and you you realized that work wasn't working for you and you wanted to change it. Yep. Yeah, that's right. So I started Antenna back in... 2006, mm-hmm. um, and I had been uh, in a corporate marketing role. I kind of, I kind of followed all the steps that I think a lot of us do. You know, went to, went to, went to college and uh, got a marketing degree. Got out and got some experience. Uh, went back to school to get my MBA, and out of that was recruited inside a, a Fortune 100 company. And had an amazing experience. Learned a ton. Got to work on a ton of great marketing things. But um, I started to wonder if that path was going to be right for me for the long term. Mm-hmm. Um, as I looked around, I, I saw people people working a lot in terms of just the number mm-hmm. of hours, you know, beyond 40 hours a week. And mm-hmm. I saw um, a lot of people kind of unhappy in their jobs. I saw people that were kind of what I'm going to call underfamilied, right? They were, I liked you know, that term. They were struggling yeah. to kind of balance life and their career as well as kind of the family life at home. And um, I saw equally a lot of people that in, that enjoyed their kind of corporate life. But at the same time, for me, I started to analyze, what do I want to do going forward? Mm-hmm. And I was at a point in my career and, and life where uh, my wife and I, we didn't have kids yet, but we were thinking about family and what that kind of looked like. And mm-hmm. it just got me, it got me questioning a lot of different things. And um, my wife and I were on a trip uh, vacation in Switzerland, and we were up in the Swiss Alps in, in the mountains. We were in this uh, amazing village called Mirin, which uh, there's no cars. There's cows walking through the streets, you know, everything you'd, you'd think about. <laughs> they did have the internet, and uh, I did take my work laptop with me just to make sure, if, as a good corporate guy, I'm just going to check in and just make sure things were going well because we had a big uh, product launch going on at the time. Mm-hmm. And I did just I did just that. I checked in and I opened my email and I saw the page load of red urgent emails, right? And there was just a crisis back at the office. And I spent the next day and a half kind of working in no. the Alps, looking no. at, at the mountains You're and breaking like, his heart. <laughs> this kind of scenery. And I'm and I, I'm just like I just don't know. I'm just not sure what I'm doing here, right? And so I closed my laptop and I got done with my. My work and my wife and I went for a, a, a walk and I just said, you know, I think I'm going to go back and I, I think I'm going to quit this um, and I'm going to start this idea I have for Antenna because at the time I was managing a marketing team and I saw these uh, the need for different types of resources at different times and didn't find a, didn't have a partner that could deliver on that in the way that I had the vision on in my in my head to do that. And was your wife like, eh, and this was our last vacation? No, and you <laughs> know, my wife was like, if the, I think you should do that, right? That's and great. um and you know, we had at the time there was this I felt in my mind there was little risk, right? We didn't have children and I had this kind of shiny new MBA mm-hmm. and I thought, you know, what's what's the worst case can happen if I fail? I'll just hopefully go get a job at 
another big company, right? A Fortune 50 this there time. There you go, right? And um, and so that was the mentality. There was no business plan. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, no, there was no plan at all, really. And um, so, and that's kind of how it started. So I went out on my own mm-hmm. as an independent consultant and started to work on client work, you know, on bite-sized projects from time to time. But what I found clients were struggling with is how to find the right marketing talent to solve some of these problems. Mm-hmm. And as a marketer myself, um, I was uniquely qualified to vet and look at talent and provide solutions beyond myself to help solve some of these challenges. And that's where I started to organize teams and individuals Mm -hmm. to work on project work beyond me to try to accomplish this. And that's how Antenna really began to get rolling here. Cool. What um, I have have just a quick question, uh, kind of revolving around the the need for connection 100% of the time. Like, um, did you, when you started Antenna, did you have that same problem? Or did you set in place a customer expectation of, here's when I'm available to speak to you, and here's when I'm not? Like, because I think mm. there's a there's an easy way to just have that same thing happen even when you're running your own hundred percent. Yeah. yeah, no, I did that terribly. I just would talk whenever <laughs> they wanted to talk because I'm like, now I, I, gotta, I got a bill. Like, I got yeah. a hustle, and yeah. whatever you want, I'm going to deliver. And there was generally speaking very little boundaries. Right. Uh, sure. I talk at night, or I talk you know anytime. Right. And I think that's kind of that entrepreneurial get started right. mindset of like whatever I got to do to hustle and make this happen, happen. Um, and so out the gate, no, I, there was not really many boundaries there. Um, but I didn't feel the same way I did sure. in a corporate structure. I, I, since it's your own and you're kind of chartering down this path, um, the mindset was very different in terms of feeling kind of wrapped into work, if that makes sense. There were your non-boundaries. That's right. There were somebody else's, <laughs> right? right? Right. And that feels good for a while, but it's it's not a long-term strategy. Yeah, how did well, you change? Yeah, well, yeah. what was the catalyst for this next change? Um, so to be honest, and as antennas evolved over time, um, uh, you know, we, we did start a family. I have two little boys. Um, uh, now they are nine and six, but, you know, um, when they were younger... I home. I was, you know, I was working out of my own home office, and if it was Tuesday at two o'clock and we wanted to go to the park, we did, mm-hmm. and that's the construct of the type of scenario that I that I wanted. But mm-hmm. I would compensate by, you know, at night at bed, at PM. just crank it out, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. And you know, I, I I've learned over time as as truly an entrepreneur, like that's a little bit in my blood and DNA, and I have to do a really good job of trying to manage that with myself. And yeah. so, how do you do it? Um, for me. It wasn't until I started to assemble a team around me mm-hmm. to help move and shift work, not just a, not just away from me, but to people that can do it better and are 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 are, are better suited for different things. It just was taking on too much sure. To, sure. as you grow the firm. And I think any entrepreneur would talk about <clears throat> that struggle, right? To just whatever it takes to get it done, you're going to get it done. And uh, until I started to say, okay. This isn't sustainable. Like, I wasn't healthy. You know, I was working a ton, and I stepped back and said, like, this isn't fun anymore. Mm -hmm. And I did hit that point where it really wasn't fun anymore and started to say, okay, what is it going to take to make that change? And for me, that change was to start to scale our firm in a very real way beyond me and a couple people Mm -hmm. to the point where we are now, which is just a very different type of company. Mm -hmm. That's great. I think a lot of people stay stuck there, and they don't realize what is happening. So I'm glad that you had the, 
the ability to see that. Um, I, I, I'm always just intrigued on like what the next catalyst is. Right. And it, you know, it's, it's easy to sit there and say, well, you know, oh, I don't like my scenario, so I'm going to scale our firm, right? Not everybody can say that, right? Especially if you're an right. independent consultant and you're a one man or one woman business. But at the same time, I think you really need to watch and think about why did you do this in the first place, mm-hmm. yeah. right? And a lot of people go out on their own thinking that they're going to break a confine of a, of a work structure and they're going to have a bunch of freedom and flexibility, and if you're in a hamster wheel, but it's now, it's your hamster wheel, mm-hmm. that's a problem. Yeah. And how are you going to solve for that? And uh, I think until you hit some of these points where you got to do a little self-reflection and f- figure out, like, what did I do this for in the first place right. and get back to that point, it can, it can snowball out of control. Oh, that's great. Yeah. And, it, and there's no one to gripe about there. It's you. It's you. It's you. <laughs> right. You're you don't have anybody target. to look at besides yourself in the mirror. How do you plan for growth now? You know, now the, 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 the firm is just in a very different spot. So now we are about, we have 15 internal employees on our corporate team. Mm-hmm. We have over 100 consultants out on wow, assignment. that's a lot. And it, it's, it's just changed the nature of the company, right? Mm-hmm. So in terms of how we plan for growth now, we're just very strategic in having, you know, one-year and three-year and five-year plans and mm-hmm. thinking about the design of the organization and what we're going to need to manage this level of growth or continue to grow. So... It's just being incredibly planful mm-hmm. about how we do it That's versus, great. you know, in the first five years of the company, my goal was to stay open. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. And, and, and so it's, it, you know, now it's just, it's turned into a very different type of structure. Yeah. And especially since, you know, we have a team of amazing people that mm-hmm. have different skill sets and much better than I do about those things. Mm-hmm. I'm desi- I'm just, I'm a class of entrepreneur. So the structure is not always there, mm-hmm. uh, but have people that um, are wired for that and, are able to take us to the next level. Well, I think it's cool and and important that you made that choice and went down this path because when you were talking before about looking around um, in the corporate life and looking around and seeing how how people's, you know, seeing what people's experience was and not being on board with that, what I was thinking was so often we measure ourselves against our neighbor's experience. Sure. And, you know, I was just reading an article this week about how, how it is in Silicon Valley and how everyone's measuring themselves around how much sleep they don't get. Right. And that sucks. And wearing it like a badge of honor. Yeah. Right. That's hor- right. It's, right. it's horrible as humans that we've, that we've, right. that we're measuring ourselves around like how many hours a day can you possibly work without right. before you have a, a complete and total meltdown in it. Right. And it's awful. So I think it's important to branch out and say, no, Here's a new measuring stick, mm-hmm. and it's going to be like this. So, completely agree. How is it different? Like, how is your life different, and how is it? I mean, I know you you were in the hamster wheel, and then you made your own hamster wheel, <laughs> right? But n- what's it like now? You know, I think the single biggest difference now is that I control. Yeah. Right. It's really simply that I get con- I get to control my time and how I spend it. Do you forget that ever? Yeah, a lot. Yeah. Yeah, a lot because I'm, uh, I mean, I have a high level of, you know, just responsibility. And I think, you know, right. I, I can't just wake up and decide, no, no, this, I'm not, not going to cancel all my meetings and just <laughs> do that. So it's a different type of mindset. But I think knowing that I'm in control uh, for me personally is, I'd say, the, the biggest the biggest difference in in terms of the mindset. Cool. And, and for, so for someone who is thinking about joining like a, a collective yeah. uh, group, 
um, similar to Antenna or, or Antenna. Yeah. Um, what does living as a consultant in that kind of a role, what does that look like? Like where, like I guess kind of at a high level, what does the experience of working in that way kind of look like? David? Sure. I think the thing to keep in mind is <clears throat> with, a, with a model like ours, we are a another avenue to do the work that you want to do, sure. right? If you're an independent consultant, um, you can go out and get business on your own and just create a practice on your own, or you can tap into multiple ways and avenues to get that type of client work. It mm -hmm. could be it could be on your own. It could be working with a firm like ours, or it could be you know thinking about the various kind of what I'm going to call technology and talent platforms that have popped up online mm -hmm. where you can yeah. get freelance gigs and project work through that. Um, so we view it as just we're, we're there to be another possible choice to either fill your your project pipeline or your work uh, or to tap into us for bite-sized projects. And obviously with our with our model, we never know what type of client's going to call with what type of opportunity, which mm -hmm. is why we have to assemble a very broad-based model with senior and junior level folks across all kinds of marketing-related skills and disciplines. Sure. Uh, but the goal is to be able to provide <clears throat> those different types of client opportunities to, to marketing consultants in various ways. So you're the Uber of marketing? The Uber of marketing, kind of. <laughs> I just think hopefully it's funny we, that we everyone's just, that you're the <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, everybody is the And we have Uber no technology platform. Hopefully but the generally. working conditions are better. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, exactly. When you sign I, for Antenna, there will be people throwing up oh in your backseat. Right. I can't even. <laughs> we, haven't, we haven't experienced that one yet, so that's nobody's thrown up at a client site. Fantastic. <laughs> Good. That's, right. Let's keep that record. Let's keep that going, right? <laughs> I, well, <clears throat> so at Go-Kart, we travel a lot, and we, yeah. we take Ubers. Um, ever since a, a, a singular um, occurrence of a poop taxi, Wow. which is... A story I, w I won't That's go into, podcast. but it's it's what it sounds like. I would assume, yeah, I got a good idea. What so we that started might be. taking Uber, and then we spent two years essentially interviewing every Uber driver that we <laughs> we got into the car. We're like, so how long have we been doing this? Right. What other who else do you drive for? What are the pros and cons? <laughs> right. How much taxes do you pay? Did you buy this car? Right. You know, just grilling them right. and learned so much about Uber drivers all over the world. Yep. It was kind of amazing, and now I'm over it. Um, okay. You, so, you and I talked um, as we were preparing for this conversation, yeah. but you, um, you you sort of recognize that not everyone is entirely cut out to be entirely out on their own. Right. Um, they need some support. They need some help. So, you are starting a new project. Do you want to share? Yeah. What it, that you is? know, what, one of the things I've learned in the last 10 years is just... Um, you know, I've had hundreds and probably over 10 years, thousands of conversations with folks that are considering going out on their own or are on their own. Mm -hmm. And obviously we do what we do in marketing, uh, but there's millions of people outside of the marketing discipline that want to go out on their own and think about it. And yeah. we've learned a lot in this process. And so what we're hoping to do uh, later this year is launch uh, uh, what we're um, essentially a media platform that's called Independently. Mm -hmm. um, and that will be designed to provide resources and content and information and how-to guides about how do you really go about doing independent work and mm -hmm. what does it mean? Mm -hmm. Because I think a lot of people have an idea of what independent work means. And I think, unfortunately, it's a lot of 
misconstrued ideas about being able to work whenever you want. It's and not always pragmatic. Money. Yeah. Not so much. <laughs> and I think people really got to know what they're getting into. I yeah. don't have a boss anymore. <laughs> Right. They're not the boss of me. Right. Oh, shit. Now oh, I have wait. to talk right to the client. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> and how am I going to get my next project? And I need income. And this Still is doing this project. How am I going to figure out the next one? Right. Yeah. And, and that's what I've learned. I just think when we have a lot of these conversations, there are a lot of people that it's not a great fit for. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. But they have to understand a little bit more about the process they might want to go through to think about is it right for them? Mm-hmm. Um, what are some of the pitfalls? What are some of the benefits? And then maybe how to think about a long-term structure that would support them moving forward. And so that's, awesome. that's what uh, the idea is behind Independently, and, and we're hoping to launch that by the end of the year. Cool. Well, we can't wait to see it. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Do you know what the random questions jar is? I don't, but I have a little bit of an is, idea. There's a, there's a jar filled with random questions that... Oh, right here. ...that um, former well, guests and um, people who have come to our live episode events... Um, the sign done. says random question marks, though. Yeah, well, it's it's uh, shorthand. Is it? Can I can I put stuff back in? No, you can't. You once you draw a question, draw that's, that's your question. That's your right. question. But the life. the rule is, so you're going to answer the question on the air, but then um, when we hang up, when we get off line, when, when we take off, when we become done, <laughs> <laughs> when we wrap up, uh, then you can write your own question and contribute it. As soon as the episode's in the can. Got it. <laughs> not sure how to answer this. My question is, why is your favorite, so- what is your favorite song? And why is it It's Raining Men? <laughs> <laughs> I think I remember that question. So <laughs> after we hang up, I'd love to know who did this to me. I would love to too, but we don't know because we've never seen these questions. Right. I can guarantee that that was at our live show. That sounds like somebody that was drunk. Yes. <laughs> right. right yeah. So, um, gosh, favorite song. That's, that's, that's tough. Were they trying to get that one on stage? I think they were trying to get it stuck in people's head. Um, but I don't know. I, I'm just speculating. Right. Just speculation. speculation. I'm not sure I have a favorite song. Uh, but basically any, you know, 1980s hair band. You Are know. you suggesting that it's not It's Raining Men? It's not It's Raining Men, unfortunately. Okay. Um, You've heard it here first. Yes. Everyone. That, 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 that's a fact. Do you need us <laughs> to choose one for you? Yeah, if you'd like, you can. I'm not sure. <laughs> try to figure that out. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'll take a drink while you figure that out. Wait, hair oh, wait, band. You can't, it oh, we got, go it doesn't go back oh, in the jar. That's okay. a time okay. that question is That one's a dud asked. now. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, hair band. Let's see. Is it from Spinal Tap? No, I don't actually know anything. It would obviously be from Poison. I was going to say Gosh, Def that's good because I was, I was a huge Poison fan. But so, um, I was going to say Def Leppard. Def <laughs> Poison's better. Poison's better. All right, this is not my area. I mean, this are we going to go with are we going to go with like Talk Dirty to Me or or are we going to go with Open Up and Say Ah album? Like there's just a lot of options there that we can choose from, but I wish everybody could see Josh's face right now. You can't go wrong. I'm contemplating. I love I mean, that you're like, into I watched I MTV a lot oh, yeah. at that time. You I like that look you're into this. Contempl- contemplative. Right. So, I don't know. So does that, There's was too the, many. Was you the, can't really go wrong. Yeah. I mean, that's the that's the upside here. You can't really go wrong. What was the MTV host, Adam? Oh, I can see him in the can hair you? main. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah. Adam. Ah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> gonna bug the crap out of me now but it was adam right uh, it's, there's adam and he had a big mm-hmm. mane of adam hairband guy yeah right 
That is, I think that is his legal last name. <laughs> you have to Air band guy. You have to Google that quick. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's the it's the '80s version of man bun guy. Right. <laughs> Adam. Adam Curry. Adam yes. Curry. Yes. Yes. You're right. We're gonna put Amazing. a picture of Adam Curry <laughs> <laughs> on your episode. Thank you. Nice. Cool. Um, what? Just final question. What advice do you have for somebody who's trying to figure out, do I, I need to leave my place? Do I go out and find another place? Mm-hmm. Do I go out on my own? Or do I do look for both and then figure out what's right? It's a great question. Um, I think the number one thing people need to do when they're struggling with this question is to step back and do an honest kind of self-reflection about what are you struggling with mm-hmm. in your in your role or in your within your employer what, what problem is, are you what trying are, to what solve? are you started trying to solve yeah uh, and it's kind of gets back to kind of like what's your what's your what's your why right mm-hmm. why do you want to do what you want to do I hear a lot of people that say I want I want a more flexible scenario but why and what does that mean yeah. for you right and mm-hmm. once you do that upfront hard work, to think about like what do I really want? What do I really want? What are the trade offs I might be willing to consider? Mm-hmm. Um, things sh- start shaking out, and <laughs> the path becomes quite a bit more clear. But I think a lot of people don't really pause and look internally to see what are the issues that are that that's really ca- can I? Is it because I'm not growing in my job? Mm-hmm. Is it because I don't like the culture that I'm in? Mm-hmm. Is it because I don't like the confines of an employer and I want to be on my own because I'm entrepreneurial? Mm-hmm. Uh, is it because I want to make more money? Is it because I want flexibility? I don't want to wear pants. That too, right? That's There's, a thing. That's a thing. I and would say, yeah, I mean, the, the freedom from confines is definitely real. I spent a, a while as a freelancer myself, yeah. and so that's there, but you do not have flexibility when There's you no are. Flexibi- <laughs> There's you zero know, flexibility. It's, it's funny because of the way, <laughs> it, that's, I think that's really good advice be- mm-hmm. to look within and, and figure out, you know, how do I want to be spending my time? What right. do I'm really passionate about? Because I yeah. hear so many people say, I'm going out on my own just so that I can write code all day. <laughs> and I'm like, you're so wrong. Right. Right. You're so wrong about that. You're right. going to spend this much time this writing much code. This much time now writing code. This much time selling yes. to get the opportunity yeah. to write code. Yes. He's and this much time managing the client expectations and interaction and back and forth. Yeah. He's making a really large air column. Yeah, we'll the, make a squen diagram and the column that represents for, it. No. And <laughs> right. the column for for coding is very small. Right. Right. Yeah. And that's typically what we hear is, we, and that's why a lot of people work with, like if you yeah. think about marketers, marketers generally don't want to be salespeople. If they did, they would be salespeople. <laughs> so they don't like to line up the projects. And I'd say the same is true for finance or accountants. It's if you're everybody. Yeah. You don't want to do the sales. And if you're not wired for that and don't understand the hustle that goes into keeping the income stream up that you'd want, you're going to be miserable yep. as an independent consultant mm-hmm. because you're not making money and all these things start to pile on top and you don't know where to go. Mm-hmm. And so I think a lot of people, one is you start with the self-reflection and then two, you start to ask yourself a couple questions around, can I go out on my own? Do I have a financial security kind mm-hmm. of safety net? Because mm-hmm. as, you know, maybe as someone who's done it, you need right? padding. You need a padding because it takes a while for you to ramp up your practice or your business. And you might have time in between because people don't always pay on That's time. right. And usually if you are on a project, your head's down on that project. 
you're not lining up the next project mm -hmm. so that when that project's over, you go through a business development cycle, mm -hmm. get the next project, and you got to get paid in that time frame. Mm -hmm. So that's where the, the financial mm -hmm. security comes in and the safety net a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then I think you have to think about, like, are you, are you wired for this? Are you entrepreneurial? Do you... Do you, you network? A, do you network? Do, are you an introvert? Are you an extrovert? Do you do you have a high risk tolerance? Do you have a low risk tolerance? I mean, all these things matter in terms of can I go out on my own mm -hmm. and do that? And some of those questions that you have to ask yourself or figure out, you don't have to figure it out on your own, mm -hmm. right? There is a lot of coaches and people that can help you think through if you should make a massive decision. Mm -hmm like this, you know, in terms of your career change or going out on your own. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people just kind of blow by that and they're a little bit attached to the idea of, I'm just going to go on my own. I want to be free. Mm -hmm. I want to be free. Funny story, when I was coming out of that, when my kids started going to school during the day and, and I was deciding, what do, you know, I was recalibrating, what do I want to do? Mm -hmm. Do I want to go somewhere? Do I want to grow my company or what do I want to do? Nope. I actually had an interview question, um, you know, Super straightforward. Why? Why do you want to work here? And it's like, honestly, I want to work less. <laughs> and I'm sure that's the wrong answer, but let me explain. Like, honestly, I would like to just come to work, right? And then work, and then go home, and have it be sort of separate, right? Honestly, right. I want it to be separate. And that's the thing is that it, it is different for every single person. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like, if I look at my path. There is no, the, the single most important thing that has given me the life that I want and the way I want to make up my life is my choice to go out on my own. Sure. Now, I didn't find out till after the fact that after a lot of work with coaches and my DNA, like, I'm an entrepreneur. Yeah. You know, I, I'm, I'm a pioneer. You were going to be out there I, anyway. I was going to be out there anyway. So yep. it, it worked out. Yeah. But if, if that didn't, if that wouldn't have been the case, I would have been back in somewhere else mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. I, I may not have been wired for it. Yeah. Right. And I think that's the thing is you have to, you have to do that, that deep work on yourself to understand first, is it, what is right for you mm -hmm. and what are you going to be comfortable with? Because if you're not uncomfortable, if you're not comfortable at the gate, the path forward becomes super, super hard. Yeah. And I think. I think that we have been maybe like a little focused on the challenges, but you're right. If you're wired for this, like, and there are ample opportunities for you to learn that through coaching, through self-introspection, through you a bet. lot of things. You bet. Um, but if you are, I mean, you can, you can really kill you it. You can thrive. Yeah. And everybody's different too. Like mm -hmm. not every, we have consultants that work um, part-time schedules because that's the kind of structure that they mm -hmm. want. We have consultants that work three months on and take the summer off with their family and then try to ramp up work back in the fall. Mm -hmm. We have we have one consultant right now that literally is a digital nomad and he travels the world and he picks up projects and he does SEO and stuff. I think right so now great. he's in I think he's in Italy right now. Oh. And we But we, it doesn't even matter. <laughs> right, but it doesn't really matter. Now but that people hear like those stories retirement. and they think that's the norm. <laughs> they think that's possible for everybody. No, you and have to work to get to that. You have to work to get to that. Yeah. And um but my point is it, there's different constructs too. If you want 40 hours or 50 hours, that's more difficult to keep that pipeline full, mm -hmm. right? So I just think it gets back to what do you want? How do you want to work? And what does that look like for you and your family? And then you start to shake out some of the decisions there about mm -hmm. how am I made up and is this going to work for me? Mm -hmm. Cool. That's great advice. All right. Well, thanks for coming in and talking well, to thanks us. Thanks for having me. This it was fun. This was great. Yeah. All right. Get us out of here. Pe peace out. <laughs> 
Thanks again for listening, humans. As always, you can find us on Twitter at ProHumans, on our Facebook page, ProHumans Podcast, on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash ProHumans, or go the easy route and log on to ProHumans.com where you can find all that stuff and more. This is Danger wishing you a professional week.